Good morning, and welcome to Meditating the Word. In just about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, here to walk alongside you on this journey. If you have just found us, you can either continue from here or go back to day one and start from the beginning. Regardless of how you choose to travel with us, I'm so glad you're here. Oh my goodness, guys, we are in our last month. This is day 337. Today, we finish reading 1 Corinthians with chapter 15 and 16 from the World English Bible. Ready to hear what God has for us today? Let's go. Paul's First Letter to the Corinthians, chapters 15 and 16. Now I declare to you, brothers, the good news which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you also stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold firmly the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to over five hundred brothers at once, most of whom remain until now, but some have also fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, as to the child born at the wrong time, he appeared to me also. For I am the least of the apostles, who is not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the assembly of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. His grace, which was given to me, was not futile, but I worked more than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Whether then it is I or they, so we preach and so you believed. Now if Christ is preached, that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, neither has Christ been raised. If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith also is in vain. Yes, we are also found false witnesses of God, because we testified about God that he raised up Christ, whom he didn't raise up, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead aren't raised, neither has Christ been raised. If Christ has not been raised, then your faith is vain. You are still in your sins. Then they also who are fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If we have only hoped in Christ in this life, we are of all men most pitiable. But now Christ has been raised from the dead. He became the first fruit of those who are asleep. For since death came by man, the resurrection of the dead also came by man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ, the first fruits, then those who are Christ's at his coming. Then the end comes when he will deliver up the kingdom to God the Father, 
when he will have abolished all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. For he put all things in subjection under his feet. But when he says all things are put in subjection, it is evident that he is accepted who subjected all things to him. When all things have been subjected to him, then the Son will also himself be subjected to him, who subjected all things to him, that God may be all in all. Or else, what will they do who are baptized for the dead? If the dead aren't raised at all, why then are they baptized for the dead? Why do we also stand in jeopardy every hour? I affirm by the boasting in you which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. If I fought with animals at Ephesus for human purposes, what does it profit me? If the dead are not raised, then let's eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Don't be deceived. Evil companionships corrupt good morals. Wake up righteously and don't sin for some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. But someone will say, How are the dead raised? And with what kind of body do they come? You foolish one, that which you yourself sow is not made alive unless it dies. That which you sow, you don't sow the body that will be, but a bare grain, maybe of wheat or of some other kind. But God gives it a body even as it pleased him, and to each seed a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial differs from that of the terrestrial. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, that which is spiritual isn't first, but that which is natural. Then that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the one made of dust, such are those who are also made of dust. As is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. As we have borne the image of those made of dust, let's also bear the image of the heavenly. Now I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood can't inherit God's kingdom. Neither does the perishable inherit imperishable. Behold, 
I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must become imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable body will have become imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then what is written will happen. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your sting? Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I commanded the assemblies of Galatia, you do likewise. On the first day of every week, let each one of you save as he may prosper, that no collections are made when I come. When I arrive, I will send whoever you approve with letters to carry your gracious gift to Jerusalem. If it is appropriate for me to go also, they will go with me. I will come to you when I have passed through Macedonia, for I am passing through Macedonia. But with you, it may be that I will stay with you, or even winter with you, that you may send me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not wish to see you now in passing, but I hope to stay a while with you, if the Lord permits. But I will stay at Ephesus until Pentecost, for a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Now if Timothy comes, see that he is with you without fear, for he does the work of the Lord as I also do. Therefore, let no one despise him, but set him forward on his journey in peace, that he may come to me, for I expect him with the brothers. Now concerning Apollos, the brother, I strongly urged him to come to you with the brothers, but it was not at all his desire to come now, but he will come when he has an opportunity. Watch, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Now I beg you, brothers, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have set themselves to serve the saints, that you also be in subjection to such and to everyone who helps in the work and labors. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus, for that which was lacking on your part they supplied, for they refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, acknowledge those who are like that. The assemblies of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord, together with the assembly that is in their house. All the brothers greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. This greeting is by me, Paul, with my own hand. If a man doesn't love the Lord, Jesus Christ, let him be cursed. Come, Lord, 
The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Father God, how we long for that day when the final trumpet will sound and Jesus will return. Thank you that Jesus conquered death and the grave. Death has no sting for the believer. It has no victory. The victory is in Christ Jesus. Until his return, we will watch, standing firm in the faith. We will courageously and boldly spread the good news of the gospel, both in person, in our own sphere of influence, and through financial support of those carrying the message beyond our circle. But not just in word, Father. We will show others your love and your mercy and your grace by doing all that we do in love. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Meditating the Word today. We are almost finished with our journey this year. I'm proud of you for staying committed to making God's Word a part of your daily life. Faith comes as we hear the Word, and revelation knowledge comes as we continue to hear, reflect, and meditate on God's Word. I'm so grateful for this shared time with you. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.